Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. I understand that this goes way back even before I was even thought about. Um, you know, it's a lot of tradition behind it. It's a lot of history behind it. And for me to be able to, you know, make my mark and, um, you know, be a part of this history is a blessing for me. I mean, I'm honored to be in this position. Here come the Irish. What a run! Touchdown! Play of the year for the Irish. Welcome to the Indy on NBC podcast presented by Salesforce. I'm your host, Corey Robinson. Congratulations. Shutout victory on senior day. Happened to be a snow game. Can't get better than that. So now Notre Dame is eight and three after that 44 to nothing victory over Boston College. I was there. It was freezing. Absolutely cold. I mean, I, mean, I walked over. So I, for some reason, this is a bad decision. I went from the hotel downtown where I was staying to campus uh, on foot. At like eight in the morning, I thought it'd be a good idea to kind of like see what the players would have to deal with. It was so cold that my ears started freezing. I'd never, I mean, I, I lived in South Bend for a few years, never been that cold before. And this was before it started snowing like crazy. Thankfully, one of my colleagues happened to drive by and gave me a ride. But wow, right then and there, I knew this was going to be a very different game plan because there's just no way you could even catch the ball. And we saw that play out beautifully with the run game. Notre Dame just I mean, let me read some stats to you. We don't like to, to shower you with stats on the podcast, but these are, I mean, it's worthwhile. Look at this. Logan Dix, 15 carries, 122 yards on the ground, one touchdown. Audrey Estime, 11 carries, 71 yards, two touchdowns. Chris Tyree, six carries, 50 yards, one touchdown. So in a snow game where you can't see him in front of you, the best thing to do is run the ball when the offensive line is playing the way they did. The tight ends also kicking out blocks, doing what they did. And then the running backs, making people miss at the second level, that's the kind of stat line you get. So really great job. Then defensively, Benjamin Morrison, three interceptions. First time this happened since Harrison Smith back in 2010, I believe. He was playing out of his mind. Very, very promising looking forward because he's just a freshman. He's just a freshman. So let's go ahead and look at this week. USC, big game. In order to preface this game and in order – to preface uh, Thanksgiving, we're going to talk to Chris Tyree. But first and foremost, you know, this is a weekend to be thankful. And what better way to celebrate the holiday than with must-watch events on NBC, Telemundo, and Peacock. It all begins Thanksgiving Day with the National Dog Show, one of my all-time favorite events, and continues with Patriots versus Vikings, a special edition of SNF on Thanksgiving night. The action continues Friday with Telemundo and Peacock's Copa Mundial Spanish language coverage of USA versus England. Don't want to miss that. And to cap it all off, WWE Survivor Series War Games Saturday night on Peacock. And Green Bay taking on the Eagles on Sunday night football on NBC and Peacock. Catch your breath. TLDR, too long, didn't read. You have to you have a lot of stuff to watch this week. But without further ado, let's bring in Chris Terry to talk about. The running back room, he said, is one of the, the strongest rooms camaraderie-wise among the whole team and what he wants to do post-football, which might surprise you. He's a designer. 
It is my distinct pleasure to welcome in Chris Tyree to the podcast. Chris, uh, congratulations, a shout out win um, against BC. Now it's Thanksgiving break for you. Break this down for me, break this down for everybody on the pod. What exactly do you do on Thanksgiving break? You know, that's just, because no one else is there, right? Yeah, I mean, here on here on campus, it's really quiet just because everyone leaves and goes home for Thanksgiving. So, uh, you know, just being that we still have to be here and, you know, we're preparing for another game on Saturday. It's really just mainly football. Um, you know, we're getting all our schoolwork done before, you know, classes end uh, tomorrow. So now that we're at that point, you know, it's it's all football. It's all preparing for Saturday. Do you do you like that? Um, I mean, I like it because, you know, it's it's one less one less thing you have off your plate you know school is uh really time consuming here you know you have to you know put a lot of time into it with homework and projects and assignments and stuff like that so um you know with just that being out of the way you can completely focus on what you have to do on saturday and um you know make sure you're you're getting ready and getting getting prepared for saturday as well so i like it personally it's almost like a sneak peek into like you know professional life in the nfl um, you know, and, and I guess how, how is that adjustment kind of going from, like you said, a very demanding school schedule to just just class? I'm sorry, just a film study and, and practice. Is that something uh, that makes the game easier? I mean, I enjoy it just because I, I love football. Um, you know, I've been playing it my whole life. And, you know, for me to get a sneak peek into what I dream of doing in the future is um, something that's really exciting for me. So, um, you know, I'm not taking the opportunity for granted. And, um, you know, I'm trying to make sure I'm doing everything I can to be ready on Saturday. So let's, let's talk about Thanksgiving too, because I, I know that, you know, I know it's a big game, huge game against USC, but I also want to focus on that moment of, uh, of Thanksgiving. Do you have any plans, you know, just beyond what the team does? Cause the team normally has like, like a meal, right? Yeah. So uh, we're all, we're all going to get together as a team on Thursday before we leave to go to California. So, um, you know, we're going to have something to do for Thanksgiving. It's not like we're just going to be by ourselves sitting in our, in our, in our dorms, our apartments all alone. So um, I think it's a good opportunity for us, you know, to come together as a family once again and, um, you know, just appreciate everyone that we have in our program. Do you have, um, there's, I know each position group kind of has like a tradition. You know, what, what is like the running back tradition on a week to week basis beyond just Thanksgiving week? Um, I wouldn't say we have one that's like really distinct uh, in comparison to other, to other um, positions, but, um, I mean, we're a really close-knit group. I mean, from me being the oldest guy in the room all the way down to Jabron that just got here, um, I would say we're probably at the top of the list in terms of when it comes to, uh, you know, just having a really close-knit, tight-knit uh, group in, in one position. So um, I would argue that we had, you know, the, the best camaraderie in, in, on, on the uh, team as a position group. One of the things that I love seeing just like the development from you, an 18-year-old wide-eyed freshman. I mean, you got a lot of time too as a freshman. You, you got to play in a lot of games to now being, like you said, the grizzled veteran. You're the oldest guy in the room. How has yeah. that transition been for you? It's been great. Um, you know, I still remember the very first day I got here when I got my book bag and I'm looking at it like wide-eyed, like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm here. But, um, you know, just being the veteran in the room and being the guy that, you know, people look to and, you know, anytime anybody has a question um, about really anything that's going on on campus in terms of school, um, football, or even just life in South Bend, um, you know, it's something that I've learned from others as well. Um, I feel like the leaders, when I first got here, did a really good job of, you know, showing me the ropes and, um, 
you know, making sure I'm doing what I'm doing while I, while I was younger. And, um, you know, just the routines that I've built and um, the people that I've, that I've learned from um, have done a really good job. And I feel like they made it easier for me to, you know, uh, give some miles to the younger guys that are coming in, too. So I give props to everybody that was here before me. Who, who were the couple of the guys that really taught you the ropes, took you under their wing? Um, I, I was really close with um, Jafar Armstrong and uh, Kyron Williams when I first got here. Those were the guys that, um, you know, that were showing me the ropes, making sure I was, you know, in the right spots, making sure I was doing what I was doing. So um, I give props to them. When you think about the the standard that that they taught you, that they passed on to you, and then now the standard that you're setting in that running back room, how do you add your own twist to it? You know, because because there is that Notre Dame tradition, there is that Notre Dame running back room tradition, but there's also like everyone has their own unique leadership style. So how do you add your twist? Yeah, um, I would say I try to make it a competition. I'm I'm a really competitive guy, um, and I realize that everyone in the room is as well. So um, I feel like we really show it in our play on Saturdays, you know, just how, how, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Violent and competitive. We're, we're, we're running. Um, not even when we're, when we're getting the ball, I mean, every play we're, um, competing to the best of our ability. So, um, you know, that, that play that you see on Saturdays is something that we work on every, every single day. Um, that's the, that's the environment we have in the room. And, um, I feel like that's, what's gotten us so far, um, this season. Coming up, you have USC, and um, this this game is a really special rivalry. I'm curious, what what does the USC Notre Dame rivalry mean to you? It means a lot, just being that you know I can represent the brand, I can represent the monogram. Um, I'm blessed to be in this position, and um, I understand that this goes way back, even before I was even thought about. Um, you know, it's a lot of tradition behind it, it's a lot of history behind it, and for me to be able to you know make my mark and um, you know, be a part of this history is a blessing for me. I mean, I'm honored to be in this position. When you think about the position that you're in, like I said, wearing the monogram, I, I, I would I want I would want to be very curious to know when you think about Notre Dame, generally speaking, Notre Dame tradition. How would you describe that to a, a freshman coming in? Like you said, you remember the first time you put you had that book bag. If you were going to break it down, this is what Notre Dame is. How would you do that to an incoming freshman? Yeah. Um, you know, from the time that I've been here, I would say Notre Dame is a place where, you know, you have everything that you need. Um, it's not really like a flashy, glitz and glamour place. Um, we're in the middle of South Bend. It's cloudy probably like 75 percent of the year. But, um, you know, no matter what you're doing on campus, it's all about the work. And um, it's all about, you know, making sure that you're in a good place in the future. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I came here. I mean, there's so many resources, so many great people that can, you know, help you and get you where you want to be in the future. Um, I mean, that's that's what I would say about Notre Dame. It's, it's, it's a place where, you know, you have everything you need at, at the end of the day. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. On the podcast, we talk about football, yes, but we also are interested in, you know, the, the student athlete, you know, you as an individual. So wh- where do you want to be in the future? What what are you interested in? Yeah, so right now I'm a design major. It's uh, really concentrated in visual visual communications. So um, I really see myself doing like some kind of content creation or some kind of graphic design for any kind of, you know, big, big, big uh, company or organization. Um, you know, I like creating things. I like making things that look good to the public. So um 
if I can do anything related to that, that, that that's what I would be doing. When did you start first designing things? Like as a little kid or something? <laughs> um, you know, I really just had an eye for like, you know, making like if like a book was in the wrong place, I would just I'm, I'm kind of like OCD uh, to keep it simple. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I can like translate that mindset and put it into something that I can do schoolwork in, um, I decided to do it and um, I've enjoyed it so far. So yeah, when some of those majors like architecture or, you know, studio art, I'm not sure if design's the same way. You have to have a portfolio. Uh, have you done any cool projects that, that you really got excited about during your time in, at undergraduate uh, in Notre Dame? Yeah, I did a lot uh, this past semester in the summer. Um, I'm not really doing like any kind of studio art right now, but um, I have a lot that I did this past summer and uh, this past spring as well. So, um, what did you I do? Mean, I tried to find the stuff for you. Um, I, it's uh, I did a lot of like in any kind of designing where you had to do like a magazine board or like a poster board, um, trying to make things that interest you and um, you know, just make it look good to the public so that it can catch their eyes and uh, you know, possibly make someone else interested in what you were trying to create so oh that's fantastic man so uh now, now let's talk about campus life so what what traditions stand out to you as being really special at notre dame um would you say like outside of football or just in, in terms of like yeah, everyday whatever life? you want to do man um i remember i mean i don't do it as much um you know i'm slacking on my traditions but um every thursday we would go out to this uh asian restaurant uh it's called creation um, you know, we would just go out there anytime we, you know, we were getting ready for a game or getting ready to travel. We would just go there, eat, eat as a team. Um, it was like a group of like maybe four or five of us. We'd go there every Thursday and just really, really just hang out, eat some food, have a good time. Hmm. Nothing beats that. We, we, when I was there, we had a spot too. Uh, yeah, it was another Asian spot that had great Chinese food. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so when can you help me understand the the balance of, of academics and, and football when you get into like finals? Because coming up, right? I mean, after USC, you're looking at a bowl game. <laughs> Feel back the curtain for us. What is that like preparing for big games when you also have finals? Yeah, um, well, the way I do that is, you know, anytime I have schoolwork that's, you know, due really soon or if I have to do anything that's really important, um, I get that knocked out immediately, so that I don't have to worry about it towards the end of the towards the end of the week when I'm really focused on football. Um, I mean, you know how it was here, and you know when, when you get to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's really just focused on football. So um, when you get to that time of the week, it's really hard to get your schoolwork done and focus on the game plan and getting ready for Saturday as well. So um, you know, I try to knock everything out um, at early in the week so that I don't I don't have to worry about it later. And so uh, we, we always like to end um, some interviews with the lightning round. So I'm, I'm just going to pitch some ideas to you. And all you got to do is just give me one, the first thing that comes to your mind. So don't think about it too much. You do not, this is not like super hard. It's not a final. Okay. <laughs> this yeah. is fun. Okay, ready? Yeah. My favorite training exercise is blank. Power clean. Oh, nice. A bucket list vacation spot is blank. Uh, Hawaii. My coffee or smoothie go-to order is? Uh, Bahama Mama from Tropical Smoothie. Oh, wow. Last show or movie you watched was? Blood and Water. And favorite Notre Dame tradition of all time is? Oh, my God. Uh, player Walk. Mm. Why do you love the Player Walk so much? Um, you know, it really gets you into the atmosphere, even before you get into the stadium. 
um, you know, you get to see all the fans that's, you know, getting there watching watching you walk by. Um, I get to see my family while I'm there as well. Um, that's really the biggest thing for me, just getting yourself into that environment and just appreciating where you are. Thank you so much, Chris. Hey, best of luck this week and safe travels and happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Make NBC Sports Predictor a pregame ritual every week. Play Irish Pick'em for free and have a chance to win $10,000 each week. Rush the end zone and download NBC Sports Predictor app today on the App Store and Google Play Store. Thanks, Chris. So this is one of the biggest rivalries. I mean, you heard it from Chris. This is one of the biggest rivalries in all college football. USC, Notre Dame. Notre Dame sitting at number 13. USC sitting at number five. They just narrowly escaped a top matchup versus UCLA. What does this mean for you and I as Notre Dame fan? Beyond this incredible epic rivalry, it means that Notre Dame's in a pretty good spot here to actually get into a pretty decent bowl game. We'll find out the bowl fate December 4th. But more, more important than that, if you're into, uh, let's say, maybe revenge, <laughs> or if you're into one of those one of those concepts or words, I think Notre Dame could spoil USC season. And in a rivalry matchup, last game of the year, I mean, does it get any does it get any better than that? So Notre Dame can play spoiler against a historic rival. You got to understand though, USC opens as a six and a half point favorite. But as we know, this does not get translated, you know, in the odds. The fact that Notre Dame is super hot against hot teams and super cold against cold teams and USC is a super hot team. I think you could see a repeat of what we saw versus Clemson, which would be great news for Notre Dame fans. Next episode is going to be the last of the season, unfortunately. So what we're going to do is we're going to look back provide a season in review we're going to look at michael mara's historic season once again one of my all-time favorite football players that come to notre dame because he's a football player the guy just loves to play football and doesn't get any better marcus freeman's first year where he fell short where he succeeded uh, where there is room for optimism and hope going into next year and the bowl game and much much more be sure to download and subscribe to the notre dame on nbc podcast on the NBC Sports YouTube channel and wherever you get your audio podcast, Go Irish. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.